is 40-ish minutes of football and Jason Frivaldi. I am your host, Acid, and here is our other host also, Patty. What's up? Hey, Acid. How are you? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> how are you? How's your week going? The week is, I don't know about you, but I have zero, I don't know, maybe I feel like the Spurs right now, zero motivation for anything. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just to give you guys context, we're recording this a few days after yet another yeah. draw yeah. that didn't that didn't have to be that one. That didn't have to be one. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get to that so, in another anyway. episode. But today, <laughs> yeah, today we're gonna yeah we'll leave that for the next one. Today we are in the self-contained world <laughs> of. <laughs> That is so not affected by any of this. Of Sensational. This is a special episode. We're going to be talking about the last three episodes of Sensational documentary from TVN about Sunny. And this is the second one. We did the first one a few weeks ago. If you care about the order of things, go back and listen to that one first. But no pressure, because if you watch this documentary, <laughs> it's completely... <laughs> The way it's been edited is 100% random with zero acknowledgement of... Time and space. <laughs> ...of sequential storytelling. So, you know what? Whatever. Just start here and go back to the other one later. In the spirit of the documentary, in fact, you should just do whatever the fuck you want because... <laughs> you know how they do back mass? Like, you know, playing something in reverse? You should just yeah, do that you, for our voices. Can, yeah. Just play it backwards. Anyway, <laughs> so again, welcome to our bonus pod. So here in this episode, we're going to be covering the last three episodes that talk about Sonny's like, global appeal, like his effect on marketing and advertising, on the next generation of Korean footballers, on the next generation of footballers everywhere in the world. Just absolutely everything. These last three episodes are entitled, like, Hero for Episode 4. The class for episode five and beyond football for episode six. So that gives you a clue of the random nature of the next three episodes. Yeah, I'm we'll finding that misleading actually. I feel like you give a title <laughs> to an episode based on the themes in that title, but the themes are everywhere. <laughs> oh well. I guess yeah. just, and yeah. in keeping with the mess of themes, I think in this first half, we want to talk about Sunny's feelings of loneliness mm. and anxiety. So they started, this documentary starts like establishing these um, in the first three episodes. Yeah. Very early on, we see Sun meet with actor Park Seo Joon. And over dinner, Sun talks about how he has trouble sleeping. Sometimes after a game, he has feelings of emptiness. Mm. Later on in the episodes, he talks about how he doesn't really have any friends. Mm. So on days when he's not playing or when he's not training, days that are generally football-free, he doesn't really do much. He doesn't like to go out. So we get a sense that he's quite, oh, isolated. he's a bit maybe isolated. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was quite apparent in the first three episodes. And it was a bit of a downer, actually. You're like, oh. Like, I mean, I get it. Documentaries give you another side to uh, these superstars. And Sunny, who we've always seen as this really bubbly and effervescent creature. You know, this wood animal that just, you know, is so, like, very happy. And it was kind of, like, jarring to see him discuss these feelings of anxiety, which is natural. Because for someone that, like, they say, like, they say comedians are, like, depressed, right? So in, in that way, like, you could see that there was definitely something a Bruin underneath all that exterior of bravado. And that's why sometimes I always get scared that Sonny is like overcompensating when he puts on this 
facade of like I'm smiling because it's like no one can be that happy all the time you're not a keyboard yes. elf you know so like I, I feel <laughs> which which is what Ki- Sunny kind of projects right like a care bear yeah. in a sense so I think that it was just nice for him to acknowledge that and show that there is a slightly sad side to this phenomenon that is Sunny because it's more of like it's something bigger than himself at this point and I I always fear that he's had to overcompensate and and project this persona that the world has now known him for yeah totally and the the candidness of talking about it Mm. surprised me also I was surprised that the documentary went there and decided to reveal that because I thought that the documentary would be just all like gloss and glam yeah, so like to go into a space of like like that, like talking about anxiety and loneliness was really, whoa. I mean, I guess it's like... Not that it was bad, it was just yeah. surprising because I didn't think it would get into any space, any like real human space. Yeah, no, and I, obviously like English is not his first language. He's fucking proficient at it. But to be able to express yourself with these kinds of themes obviously is better in your mother tongue and so I guess he felt mm-hmm. more comfortable doing it but there are initiatives in like the Premier League and with like Kensington Royal like Prince William and like Heads Together and we see Danny Rose and Peter Crouch <laughs> talking about like depression and talking about mm-hmm. you know all these issues and I think it would be nice to actually see this side of Sunny and to break this armor that he projects to the world of just perfection and happiness and smiling and you know all that because no one is like that like no one can be that happy for prolonged periods of time and it was so refreshing and so nice to see that totally yeah i feel like if there's any super powerful spokesperson for heads together type things it it should be sunny Mm -hmm. who's so associated with happiness and everything's fine all the time yeah I don't know if this is because Papa Sun, we've seen Sun, Sun, you know, Sunny's dad and his extreme strictness and how he really raised his children to be robots in a sense. And we get to meet Sunny's brother. Oh my goodness. It was so nice to meet his brother because then you get the other side of it because we've seen Sunny's perspective of like how he was raised and how they trained for like hours and hours and hours dribbling and you know drills that their father made them do. But then you see the other person who didn't quite make it the way Sunny did but also endured this I wouldn't say it's torture. They obviously enjoyed the football, but in a way, it's like kind of like child abuse, which is funny because they do address it. Sunny uh, mentions do, that yeah. when they were like when they were getting scolded, like some random woman passed by and was like almost told them that they would be reported to the police of because it was like child abuse what he was doing. And I get Asian parenting, and it's very very different <laughs> from modern day parenting and general non Asian parenting. But wow. If Sonny's dad was yelling at the people in the football academy and for all the world to see, like, no holds bar, can you imagine how he was with his kids? And could all of yeah. this kind of stem from that, the pressure to be perfect, the pressure to make it? So first off, just like you said, it's great to finally, like, see his brother. We get to the last two-thirds of this series before we meet anyone other than his dad. And in these episodes, we finally do. So great to see him. <laughs> Some of his anecdotes are horrifying, especially the one you brought up about how there was one day they were training and the dad was so intense that a passerby yeah. like threatened to call the police. Yeah. That that was wild. He said it like it was no, it was almost nothing. Yeah. And if you imagine 
that must have happened in Korea yes. in like what 20 years ago. Yep. So if 20 years ago in Korea a passerby found that too intense, <laughs> what the hell was happening? If you are in the that culture of that kind of parenting yeah. and you still see something that's way too much that you have to call authorities, what was up? It really bothers me. But I wanted to touch on the brother because it's so nice to see someone else corroborate Sunny's stories. To you're like, yes. no, Sunny can't be exaggerating. No, he wasn't. Brother says the same thing. So I, it seems I, like it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this one story that they had where Sunny and the brother were saying that their dad would um, demonstrate something and then they would have to copy it. And apparently their dad made a mistake while uh, demonstrating. And Sunny was like, he prefaced the story by saying, well, my dad is human and not a robot. And I'm like, yes, we know this. Nobody is a robot. Um, but then he prefaced that because then he goes to his brother. He apparently as a child, when he saw his father make a mistake with the uh, demonstration, he goes, I'm kind of jealous of dad. He goes to his brother and he goes, why? And then Sonny goes, because when he makes a mistake, no one scolds him. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like again, stories like that. And, like, obviously in hindsight, you see your parents as humans now. And, my gosh, I, mm -hmm. I live that every day now as an adult. But as a kid, you really have this hero worship. But, you know, your parents are kind of infallible in a sense. At least they were for me. Yes. And so, and it seems that the same way for Sunny. Of, like, this guy can do no wrong in my eyes. It's an unconditional love, which is great. But, like, I feel like this definitely, like, left a number on him. So, like, the documentary spends so much time establishing how harsh... <laughs> Um, Sonny's dad was yeah. on Sonny, on his brother, and on these kids now that he's training. So you see it, you see videos of it happening, you hear like stories about how it happened before. And I feel like maybe the producers were watching it and were like, holy crap, it's getting super intense. We need to soften this a bit. Because there's a part of this documentary that's like multiple cuts within the same maybe five minute time where they show the dad like hugging yeah, yeah, the kid. <laughs> and like kind of being a bit affectionate with the little kids yeah. but they're so they're such small it's glimpses so, it's so tiny <laughs> sorry you can't yeah, you can't yeah, so and cover this up no i, I mean <laughs> I, I mean he's special that's for sure it's a different kind of upbringing and definitely i mean Yes, it produced results, but I think at what cost? And so I hope Sunny just turns out, like, in the end, not as scarred as we think he probably is. More interesting anecdotes from Sunny's brother is that when they first greet each other, so they hadn't seen each other in three years, or they just saw each other last year, but it was really brief, and the brother was like, yeah, you know, I'm busy. Like, you know, there's that kind of humor between them, which is nice. You're like, yeah, okay, you're the busy one. That's cute. And then Sunny goes like, oh, the, I think the producer's asking, which one's your brother? And he goes, oh, that dude that looks like my dad. And then they do a split screen of the dad and Sonny's brother standing the exact same way, which is kind of cute. Yeah. But then Sonny's brother greets him and, you know, as a brother, Sonny literally just lost the Champions League at this point. He just goes like, oh yeah, your brother was in the Champions League, you know? And he goes, yeah, but he lost. And I'm like, boom! <laughs> Only a brother oh. could say that with such love and can get away with it. And also, like, yes. Sonny just goes, he's so cold. <laughs> Yes, there's definitely a lot of brotherly oh. love. I love it so much. It is, yeah. It's so good to see that. I, like when he said that, I, I froze a bit. I'm like, oh my god, why are we talking about why? Why are you rubbing salt in this super fresh 
day old wound. Yeah. Like rock I, salt. Like I don't know if like Meldon Har- sea salt. <laughs> I don't know if Harry Kane or like Hugo Lloris have siblings, but I know Harry does. But like I wonder if their siblings also kind of rib them about like losing Champions League like three days after they lost them. <laughs> Oh, man. I guess just like as in my last anecdote from this like whole theme of dad dad strictness is that and then happy I get happy happyish note they, they Sunny talks about how poverty hampered them from you know enjoying a life that they would have wanted and how I guess it's a sort of a explanation rationalization for the way they were brought up but Sunny apparently wanted this game console so bad that when he entered like a futsal competition where it was the price, obviously he wanted to get it so bad that his dad drilled him so much on like shooting. And long story short, he won. And we see this most precious, precious photo of Sonny as like a preteen chubs in all his chubster glory because he's so <laughs> awkward and yet so cute. And he's there hugging that game console. And it's just like, <laughs> you did it, bro, you did it. <laughs> I hope you were allowed to play. (laughs) (laughs) 10 minutes. 10 minutes every week only. You have to do drills. But yeah, this is like a masterclass in how parenting could be. And so, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying that it's one style. That's for sure. It's one. It's definitely one style. And you can't argue with the results. If the result of this parenting is a world-class loved across the globe football player you can't argue can't with the argue with that which i guess let's take a quick break and when we're back we will talk about sunny as a world-class and you know world-class player with the crazy sun Ming effect he has on the world see you guys then Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. We're discussing Sensational, uh, the documentary on Sunny, and this is the part two of it, so the last three episodes. Again, like we mentioned, if you missed the first part of this, check it out after. It doesn't matter what uh, order you watch this and nothing will make sense. In this, in this half, we'll be talking about uh, Sunny, you know, and his global effect. And I think it starts, and we see a lot of it with children. A lot of the documentary was focused on the Sun, like the Sunny Academy for like football that I guess he founded with his dad back in Korea, where youngsters, I guess it's like a training ground for kids that are into football. And obviously, why not be under Sunny because he is like your number one export into the football? Yeah, world. yeah. If the training program produced Sunny, then. I exactly. could be as good as Sunny. Yeah. Exactly. And we see these really adorable children oh. try to make it. And we spend way too much on them, though. But given this is a Sunny documentary, but you know what? Okay, let's forgive it. So the crux of the story is that these kids who we don't know what they're here for, apparently, are training for a game with the Tottenham Hotspur youth. And they get decimated in that game. But we see Sunny, number one, like watch them train so these kids are starstruck to see him he wishes them luck he is not very good at giving advice like some of these kids were earnestly asking him like how can i be better or like what can, how can i, I do be to, like you how can i be like you or what can i do to focus and of course these are motherhood miss universe statements and questions that are very difficult to answer but i feel like you could also give a bit more concrete and actionable stuff other than yes. work harder <laughs> like <laughs> when 
he was asked, when Sonny was asked one of the kids, how can I focus more? And he was like, oh, why did you get scolded for not focusing? And I'm like, Sonny, that's not, that wasn't the question. But like, I get it. <laughs> Context is important. And you are not a therapist. You are not a coach. So it is difficult to give answers to these children's questions. And that's why you're also not a father. But it was just super interesting to hear Sonny like stumble through these children's questions. You know, like, come on, PR guy. You could have prepared him for this. You could have, yes. you know. Yes. <laughs> because so much of this documentary is already super orchestrated. So maybe Might talk well. to the kids beforehand, find out what their questions are, <laughs> maybe plant a few questions exactly. of your own, and then you you give Sunny talking points. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. If I were the producer of this documentary, I would plant, you know, I would plant... Yeah, yeah questions and I would prepare Sunny but you know what okay let's do authentic quote unquote you know because that's what this uh, doc is off the cuff how do I focus I don't know you focus (laughs) (laughs) I don't know to you exactly now I know who not to ask for advice from we do meet like we mentioned we meet Sunny's brother and there was this really 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 old Instagram post of Sunny after UCL and he comes out in this green light green like it looks like a Giordano t-shirt from like 10 million years ago uh, oversized as always and you see him having a photo with like a rando family who he doesn't tag so we don't know who it is and now we know it's his brother his brother's <laughs> wife and his niece and nephew and obviously he hasn't seen these kids in forever so it's his first time yes. and it's, I have to say ovaries exploding with Sunny um, carrying this really cute little girl who is clearly a newborn so cute precious precious Sunny, is yeah. the word yes Sunny and kids are always a good combination and this is these are his nephews and nieces right the the younger toddler though like literally asked him like who are you like who is this he do- yeah he asked it's hilarious oh my god this little kid asking Sunny who are you <laughs> <laughs> and you're Sunny the only person him. in the world who doesn't exactly. know <laughs> and that's Sunny your asking, tito exactly that's your tito that's your tito tito Sunny <laughs> Asking for a kiss. But I feel like this is a missed opportunity for Wilsall Love and Wilsall Papa's kids to make an appearance in this doc. Because those nieces or cousins, technically, are adorable. And I feel like they would ham it up for the camera and talk about how wonderful a cousin, Uncle Cousin Sunny is. So missed opportunity right there. And I feel like they speak English too. I I just feel it. That could have been a cute one. Yeah, it could have been a cute one. And they know who Sunny is. (laughs) (laughs) That was adorable, though, for someone to ask, who are you? I guess just You're so pure and precious. Pure. It's pure. And you're like, okay, Sunny, your your, uh, renown is not as worldwide as you think. Your own nephew doesn't know who you are. I guess just finally, to wrap up this section of Sunny and the kids, we get a cameo from a bazillion people, but from super fan, super Oliti, who's an Instagram influencer, has an Instagram account with his father, who is obviously like a lifelong Spurs fan, and... Guys, we've seen Super Oliti in real life. We've met him. What? Technically from afar. Well, but we did. Also, yes, we've we appeared did. on his Instagram. We so did we, <laughs> So well, what game was that? I forget now. Was it Huddersfield? Um, yeah, Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Super Oli. We're up on like the second level of the, the stadium. He's below us. We shout at him. Oli. We Ollie. take his photo and post it on our Instagram. And he shares it. <laughs> so we have technically also been on his Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. But given we've been on his Instagram, we know that he's a super Gaza fan, which is fine. Totally. Tabo Gazaniga is the hottest, most handsome, and talented uh, goalie we have um, that isn't Hugo Lloris. So 
you know, yeah. we love you, Johar. We see you, okay? But anyway, the point is, we know Super Oliti is a Gaza fan. So I thought it was hilarious that for this documentary, he's suddenly saying like, yeah, no, Sunny, this is my favorite picture. And so technically correct, not, you know, not, not technically lying, but like we, you don't have to fake it. You can, it's okay. We know you like Sunny, but we know he's not your favorite. <laughs> yeah, obviously pandering to the Korean production crew because he he says, "Oh, South Korea is one of my favorite countries." Please. He like opens a sketchbook and starts drawing the Korean flag, yeah. <laughs> which props to him for knowing what no, it looks yeah. like. I hope props he was prepped. Yeah, but that was just so funny knowing what we know. Uh, yeah. Then again, then again, if we were invited on like a Joe Hart documentary. I would also say Joe Hart was my favorite. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. I would. No no integrity here. <laughs> so we don't blame you, Super Ollie, obviously, but yeah, adorbs to see you. And yeah, Sunny and the children, you know, he's a child yeah. himself. So nice to see you. Absolutely. Also, like Super Ollie's bedroom is yeah. a shrine. <laughs> Like, it if is, I were an eight-year-old kid super obsessed with Spurs, that's the kind of bedroom I'd aspire to have. Like, yeah. the walls are covered in Spurs merch yeah. and cutouts, and it's amazing. Good job, Super Audi. Good job. Cool. So that's Sunny's effect on the kids. I think now we're gonna talk about, like, this from a macro POV, and I think this is kind of the, the point of this entire series, is to show the Sun Hyung Min effect on the world. Like, early in the documentary, they start to establish how much Sun means to, well, of course, South Korea. Um, in the, the dinner, the Korean barbecue dinner with PSJ, <laughs> PSJ starts to talk about how, oh my god, do you know that you're, like, talking to Sunny? Do you know that you're a mood barometer for the entire country? Because he says, every I know, right? Oh my god. So we're now, we're, we're showing each other grimace faces over, over Google Meet because that's such a massive, massive weight in your shoulders. PSJ unpacks this and says, do you know that every morning... After a Spurs game, everyone in Korea will, as soon as they wake up, will look at their phone to check the score, number one, if they've won, and number two, if Sunny had a goal. And if if it's yes to both, then like the entire nation is happier and goes into their day happier and more and taller and smarter. (laughs) But if not, then it's like a national mood downer. Jesus Christ. Christ, like what a fucking weight on your shoulders. The moods of an entire country. And so anytime he scores, it's just like, okay, I get it. You can now breathe a little easier. But like, wow. And I would say as someone from not South Korea, that it's not just South (laughs) Korea. Exactly. Because in Singapore, you know the UCL games are at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. So same thing, wake up. Fuck, I need to know the score and I need to know if Sun scored a goal. So you check your phone and that does affect your it mood. It does. For the day. It really does. To hear it from someone like PSJ, who's also a, I don't know, a celeb in himself. So. Yeah, he's not like it's small not so, fry. Yeah, exactly. And then this, this documentary does a really good job at showing the effect beyond Korea because, mm-hmm. like, I would say a solid half of this documentary. <laughs> Are just random shots of fans <laughs> from from all over the UK showing up at the stadium in 
sunny shirts and stuff like that and singing the sunny songs and it's just it's I, I guess it's so to me as a viewer it's so moving to see that to see British fans wear the shirt of a Korean player on their backs or to be singing like thousands and thousands of fans singing the nice one sunny song so it's just it's it's just it's amazing because you, you hardly ever see it you will see just walk around I, I want to say like esplanade on a Saturday <laughs> and you will see so many people with kit of different teams with like a British player on their back. Yeah. So it's super cool to see like British fans with like an Asian player's name on their back. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's it's Sun that is making it happen. I mean, we, we talked about it briefly in the past episode where there was a Korean fan during the Korean fans day that he had who talked about how she decided not to end her life because of Sunny and that was bananas but we get the gamut of like fan love wherein we see this British man I'm assuming he's British talk about his love for Sunny and that he says he explains that there is this quote in English called you know we're like never or always the bridesmaid never the bride and that's how he feels like as a Spurs fan that we're always like just right there but never quite there but he goes but Sonny one day like I'm gonna marry you like he'll be the bride and he would be the groom <laughs> and I was just like what a metaphor I didn't know we would go <laughs> there but like it was so not afraid yeah, obviously yeah. inebriated but uh, not afraid to say to a uh, rando Korean production that he as a man would marry Sonny as his bride yeah that happened <laughs> it, it did I love that moment it's so the love is so pure <laughs> it transcends it transcends everything it transcends the rules of the metaphor <laughs> <laughs> which is why like it's this kind of fan love that makes Sunny the best ambassador for any brand yeah. you could ever think of this part, I guess it's from, that we're going to talk about next, is from earlier in the series. But I think it's in episode two or three. They kind of establish Sun as this worldwide marketing phenomenon. And they're, they're so, I guess they're so transparent about it. Yeah. I think the documentary like talks to magazine editors who say like, oh, we have Sunny on our, every time we have Sunny on our cover, we sell out like instantly. So they've had Sunny on their cover like three times in the past year, which is insane <laughs> for a single magazine to have the same person on their cover three times within one year. That's wow, wow. <laughs> and then they talk to like the Adidas brand manager. Yeah. And the Adidas cute. brand manager yeah. also talks about, Yeah, yes, He's, totally. Cute. Yeah. Also talks about how effective Sunny is as a brand ambassador and like how massive his reach is yeah so it's, it's just really... like okay this is how much sunny's worth and this is how much value he'll add to your brand so exactly. keep throwing money at him exactly i hope he's investing this properly so that he can retire in like cushy life I hope but so, yeah right? it's just cute to see sunny distributing cornettos to everyone and like yes yeah, honey if some if you gave me a yes. cornetto i'd freeze it and never eat it you know <laughs> Oh my god, that was so... Oh, and it happens multiple times, but I think the, the clip we're talking about was, like, after one of these shoots, I guess the Cornetto one where he's dancing the super cone, super cone, super sun dance, which is the best gif that has ever existed. Anyway, so it's after that shoot, he's holding, like, a plastic bag yeah. of Cornettos with his face on the packaging, and he's kind of just handing it out to all of the, the production crew. And he doesn't just, like, distribute it and leave. He yeah. hangs out with them for a while yeah. and, like, eats, eats his own cornetto yeah. with them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, this documentary has everything. It is the most yeah. random set of clips <laughs> assembled. And I, oh my but god, I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna screen grab the moment where he's 
he's holding the cornetto and he's eating the cornetto and you can see his face on the on the wrapper as he's eating that is meta as fuck so it looks like he's he's eating his own head that's topped with ice cream that's gonna be my new screen my, the screen saver on my phone yeah, we, can, we, can make on it, phone. we can make it our twitter like our twitter cover watch out that. guys let's do that yeah, so we've covered Sun's effect on fans in Korea, fans all over Asia, fans in the UK, fans all over the world, wherever they're fans, they're Sunny fans. We've covered his effect on like marketing and all of these brands and magazines. Um, I think a lot of the documentary, especially in the, the later part, shows his effect on the kids, on the, I guess, the next generation of Korean footballers and it's just really like a lot of it is spent on how hard the kids are working and how how tough their training is but there are also some really sweet moments like we've covered a few already where they ask son for advice and then they're like voiceovers afterwards of from the kids about like their hopes and dreams for the future as they're we see like clips of them training and one of them says ah the most precious quote ever he says i want to be a polite soccer player who is good at hitting the line and shooting the ball like Hyung Min's son. Boom. <laughs> I want polite. to be a polite soccer player. I, I love know. it. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, that is a good thing to strive for. So It is, yeah. Oh, and it's so uh, it's just it's so sweet and the, it's pure. Yeah, especially after oh man. So you see the kids for like maybe three hours of the documentary <laughs> is watching the kids go through the punishing training. And then they do the five aside yeah. showdown. Korean kids yeah. trained by Sun's dad versus Spurs Academy. And it's just, it's not pretty. It's no. not great. And afterwards, I guess as a consolation, the kids go to a water park <laughs> with Sunny and the production crew. <laughs> Like I'm glad they got to I got I'm glad they got to relax. These kids look stressed as yes. fuck during that game. Like before the game they were asking, like, how old are these kids they're fighting? And the dad was like, Doesn't matter how old they are, they're your age. And I'm just like and they were like, They're huge. And I'm like, Oh my god, babies, I'm so sorry. And obviously that anxiety like gets to them and they don't perform as well. And Sonny's advice to them after is I I hope you play harder next time. And I'm like, Sonny, is that the right thing to say right now? But he makes up for it by taking them to a water park where we see Where they have hot dogs. Exactly, they eat hot dogs. Sonny is wearing a full body rash guard like any responsible Korean would do because you don't want the rays of the sun affecting your skin. And so it was just really nice to see him. Skin enjoy. cancer is real. Exactly. Cancer, skin cancer is real. So super nice to see him laid back and then like, and modeling good behavior. Like he didn't have to wear the uh, floaty, but he did it because that's what you're supposed to do. Like the water was from his ankles, but he wore a floaty. So you know what? Good job, Sunny. You are the polite soccer player we all want to be. Polite and very safety-minded. Safety-minded as well. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering about the life jacket that he was wearing. I'm like, does he... Oh my god, does he not swim? But I guess it would be rules at the yeah, water park. Yeah, Everyone sure. must have. All yeah, no people one, in the water. No one is an Even exception. if you're just ankle deep, exactly. must wear. Just one last observation before we wrap up. Whenever there's a documentary about a big personality, you expect it to be humanizing. And I think... The first few episodes start to do that when they touch on like the loneliness and anxiety. As a viewer, you're like, oh, that's cool. 
I totally expect it of someone of that kind of megastar. They're gonna have struggles like this. But one thing I thought, like one part I thought was super, oh, hey, he's just like us, was in the, I think it was the fifth episode, they show some uh, vintage footage of Sun from his Hamburg days. And they're like two or three seconds where they show his dorm while at Hamburg. And it's like, it's, sh- it's the size of a shoebox, like a kid's shoebox. You see, I see is he eating chips or instant noodles or something, but like the kind of like convenience store food you would eat if you lived in a dorm like that. It's a mess. He has like laundry all over the furniture and hanging everywhere. So it was so cool to see that, oh, that's where he came from. Like everyone has been in like a college dorm like that or has had to live in that kind of place. I felt like, I think it was one of the first moments in the in the documentary where I felt like, oh, he's just like us. And then you kind of remember that from there, he's now become this ultra megastar and has reached heights that I can never hope to reach. <laughs> so then it just goes back to, okay, he's a super massive yeah, no. star. Definitely a nice look into quote-unquote normal Sunny. But yeah, I guess that's it for uh, the six-part documentary sensational that we somehow managed to finish. Warning, some of you guys may want to try this out and some of the episodes don't have English subs, so sorry about that. But mo- some, like, it's a, it, there's no rhyme or reason to which ones have and which ones don't, but stick with it. it. It does have some interesting areas and we are glad you guys joined us for this. So we'll be posting all like links that we probably discussed in our episode description. And when we're back, in, in a couple of weeks, we'll be discussing and back to our normal programming. Uh, thanks again to Wenching 104 for pointing us to Thank this piece you. of content. We really appreciate it. And lovely to spend six hours or so of our lives going through a lot of YouTube ads and random editing. But yeah, thanks, Acid. And thanks, everyone. Thanks, Patty. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, follow thanks us. Thanks for listening. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stalking Spurs. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Come on, Spurs!